Lucia is a PhD student at the Disability Research Division at IBL and is also part of Liu PhD, Linship University's PhD student section. She's here today to tell you all about this section and how they can help you as a future PhD student at Liu. This is Work at Liu. My name is Rebecca. Welcome, Lucia. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, thank you so much for coming. So first things first, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you end up here? That's a long question <laughs> and an answer. Um, so I originally come from Croatia and I have done my master in Sweden, mm -hmm. uh, but in another place that I cannot pronounce. It's the hardest <laughs> thing to pronounce, Bakhoe, I think. That's Where is it? In Småland. Oh. So for Swedes who are listening, I hope I didn't butcher it too much. <laughs> Um, and then when the pandemic started, I went back home, but mm. I knew I wanted to do a PhD somewhere in Sweden also. And then I started looking for where to apply. And I found this great position at Lean Shipping University, which fit my expectations perfectly. So I applied and a year later, I'm here giving an interview. So that's kind of my quick background. You've come a long way. Yeah. <laughs> So today's topic is uh, Leo PhD, um, and could you give us just like a broad description of what Leo PhD is? Yeah, so we are a PhD network, and we belong to two student unions, Stuf and Lintec, and mm -hmm. our job is to represent PhD students at Liu that belong to three faculties. So we cover a faculty of arts and sciences. Um, technological faculty and a faculty of education. I'm really hoping I'm translating these into English <laughs> properly. And we represent um, students that are PhD students, no matter whether they are our member or not, mm. um, in anything related to PhD life, which is very broad. It's quite different than being just a student. It's also quite different than being just an employee. So we try to cover um, the social part, the work environment, the education. So we do a lot to make this um, life for PhD students better at Liu. Mm. Yes, the sections can be a bit confusing sometimes. Mm. I know, uh, like Stuff and Lintec, you mentioned, yes. those are also student unions. Yes. Um, and they're like related to the faculties, I believe. Yes, they are. And Stuff covers the educational faculty and faculty of arts and sciences. And Lintec covers a technological faculty. And I think it's very important to mention that we are not this uh, PhD network for medical faculty. Mm. There is another PhD network that covers um, students that go to medical faculty. But for any student that's uh, in these faculties uh, from Lintec and Stuff, uh, either in North Shipping or in Lean Shipping, that's where Liu PhD comes in to represent. Okay. And, and a section works a lot with representation, is that correct? Exactly. Could you talk a little bit more about what exactly you do for PhD students? We are here to be a bridge kind of between a student and the university the best we can. Of course, we don't have superpowers, <laughs> but yeah. um, we try to be the voice for students that do not have support in their own divisions or departments, or if there's something that we can fight for, because it's easier to fight for it when you're in an organization with more people than mm. it is for a student to come uh, and ask for things uh, on their own. And so far, Liu PhD has done a lot to... Um, fight for more representation. And I think one of the biggest um, 
accomplishment is really uh, in this September, uh, Lee, you got uh, a doctoral ombud, so doctoral student officer uh, in mm-hmm. English. So now we actually have a person that is actually employed to represent rights uh, of students that are doing PhD at Liu, which Liu did not have so far. And this is something that Liu PhD has done uh, along with unions and the trade unions, and they have fought for years to get on a doctoral ombud. Um, and there are also other things where Liu PhD tries to take care of the mental health of the PhD students. So during the pandemic, uh, Liu PhD has done a COVID barometer kind mm. of survey to check on PhD students and how they were doing um, because they kind of felt neglected during that um, time. So there is a lot of things that we try to cover from the work perspective, the educational perspective, but we also try to help with the social part, which is um, especially important for international students that come here and are here for the first time. So we try to be something like um, student sections for undergraduate studies. And we try to have pub nights or barbecues, social events where people can come mingle around, meet other PhD students and not feel so alone. Mm. Because it's it's a different type of work when you're a PhD student. You're a bit more isolated. Um, when you're doing undergrad studies, you have a full generation of new students and you're forced to be with them yeah. for yeah. days and hours, which is quite different when you're a PhD student. It can be quite lonely and quite difficult as a newcomer who doesn't know the language or the country, um, especially a country like Sweden, who is uh, quite isolated on its own. Um, so we try to provide a venue for people to get to know each other and also to know where to look for help. Yeah, that sounds like a really, really good description. <laughs> uh, do you also have uh, Swedish PhD students or is it a mix of both or is it just internationals? It is a mix of both. And we also have PhD um, Swedish PhD students who are involved in boards and actually volunteering to help. So... All PhD students feel like this is something important and good to have, not only the internationals. It might be a better venue for internationals to find new people, but Mm. Swedish uh, PhD students are also a part of it. That's great. That's great to have a a mix of both, I think, is very important. What are some more recent projects that you've been working on? Well, um, along with the Dr. Ombud project that has been going on for years, something that's pretty current but has also been going on for years is that the PhD workgroup has been working on digital certificates and the issues uh, around having the digital certificate and possible invalidity of Mm. this document in trying to apply for jobs. And there's uh, a petition currently going um, that has been gone, I think it went out, in November 2022 Mm -hmm. and it's currently um, happening and we're really hoping to see some progress on this um, in the future. So when you say like certificate and validity is it like the certificate that you get at the end of your PhD? Yeah exactly so once you defend and get your diploma it's a digital form and there are some issues uh, around it Mm. and how it can be used. Like the international recognition. Exactly. Okay. Okay. I understand. Yeah, that sounds sounds useful. Yeah. <laughs> to work on that. Um. So, 
tell us a little bit about yourself within the UPhD. Like, how did you get there? Like, you're a PhD student yourself. So did you get in contact with them when you first arrived? How did you end up where you are now? So when I first arrived, the pandemic was still kind of going on. Mm. And I think in I arrived in January. And then in February, I think I found out accidentally that there was a pub night going on that was... Uh, happening by Liu PhD and I was like oh this is super nice because I haven't seen anyone from my work almost mm, uh, yeah. for a full month or something and then it was like oh this is a great opportunity to meet other PhD students and to go out and meet the city and there I met some of the board members mm -hmm. and I guess we discussed uh, elections mm -hmm. and I was very interested in just being part of this uh, section because I thought this is a great initiative And it will also be something where I could meet other PhD students and share experiences. And I thought it was a great idea. And then the elections came and I nominated, I guess you say nominated, mm -hmm. um, myself uh, uh, to be the chair. And now I'm the chair of Leo PhD. So that was a bit of a whirlwind for the first four months <laughs> because I just arrived and I just approached the, the section and now I'm running it. So what do you do as a chairperson? My job is to recruit uh, members and also to represent the entire network um, and also to um, make us more approachable and also visible mm -hmm. uh, to especially international students who might have a harder time reaching out to us. So my job is here to represent the network and explain how you can be a part of it and what we can do for the PhD students. Sounds really good. <laughs> um, so a, a little bit more maybe about PhD life in, in general. Um, what would you say life is like as a PhD student? Because you mentioned that it can be a little bit isolating. Yeah, and... Not only isolating, I feel like it's very specific. And this is also something I have learned through Liu PhD and meeting other PhD students. We all do different things. And I feel like our schedules are quite different. And what I appreciate about Liu, it seems like our schedules can also be quite flexible. Mm. So we are allowed, well, depending on what you do, I guess if you work in a lab, then it's quite hard to be flexible. But From my experience, I do work that doesn't really have other people coming into it. So I can choose how to frame it. Um, so we do a lot of courses in the first year uh, where we learn. And then the rest is just doing our own work the way that we feel like it is. And also there's a lot of Swedish culture ingrained into it. So you get a lot of fikas uh, <laughs> yes. in the morning and in the afternoon, which seems very sacrilegious. And it, it's really nice to be a part <laughs> of it. And you learn a lot about the culture, which I really appreciate. I feel like every division has its own traditions that each PhD student gets to learn about. So that's mm. something I really appreciate. That sounds really nice. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how many people are involved at Leo PhD? I think that would be an interesting thing too. So we have on our board around 11 people currently. Mm -hmm. uh, and we have five presidium members. And then we also have one representative for each department, uh, which serves kind of as a bridge between all the departments. Because as I said, it's quite isolated. And I feel like departments work 
on their own tempo. So we have a representative from each department and then we get together and we share news or experiences from the departments. And then if there's something that others should know, this is how we try to get news across. No, that sounds really, really good. Um, so you mentioned that you just kind of randomly heard about this uh, this hangout, was it? Yep. Um, so what could a newly arrived like PhD student expect? Is there anything that they could do so that they're like more quickly involved with whatever is happening? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we do have now that we have a doctor and ombud. I feel like the student unions are also pushing uh, to get to know, and I feel like this is a really good way to approach uh, any part of the university is to contact the doctor ombud. But also we have a website and we are on Facebook and Instagram. And this is a good way to just, you can become a member, which is really free. And then you subscribe to a newsletter and you start receiving uh, news from the UPHD. And you're also welcome to contact us um, on email uh, or Facebook. Everything is just Liu PhD. If you Google us, uh, you will find us easily. And I think it's also a really good way to see if Liu is for you before you mm. actually uh, become a PhD student. So it, it would be a good idea to have a look at the social media before applying? Yeah, I, I absolutely. I think that's one of the steps to go into research, um, to Google Liu PhD and see what we do. We have a website where we put our social events, where we put documentation on the things that we are working on, also the members or who, who you can contact uh, so you can reach us uh, anyway. Sounds great. Uh, does Leo PhD have any any partnerships? I mean, you mentioned the the FICAS, the events, and you also mentioned the, the representation more. Like, I mean, now you have someone that's employed full-time just for this purpose. Um, do you have any other partnerships that you want to talk about? Um, so... Leo PhD does uh, a partnership with Linshipping Science Park, mm -hmm. uh, where we try to organize science fairs uh, every year for kind of a flipped science fair where students come and present their work and maybe potential uh, employers can come and see what we offer and how mm. to find a job after or potential interesting project collaborations. Um, but we also do work with the student union to have introduction days for PhD students, which should be uh, in the future, hopefully. And we also collaborate with the other PhD network to provide um, more elaborate social events. For instance, we are going to have a Nobel dinner um, party, uh, which is for all PhD students. And those are uh, kind of the bigger partnerships. Um, but other than that, I feel like the focus is on Liu and how to make people feel comfortable at Liu and then we will try to spread out. I do also do um, like typic more typical student things, I feel like, like the sittings and those kinds of things. Is that something you do as well? That is, no, not really. It's a bit difficult to mm. arrange them more often for PhD students, I would say, uh, because of the schedules. Yes. <laughs> um, but it is something that I feel like could be implemented more if we could have a more... How would I say this? 
not a bigger audience, but like a more sustainable audience. Mm -hmm. And then it's easier to plan things that will have more people interested. Um, but we do have summer barbecues, which uh, often have more people around summer when it's easier to have things outside um, where we have more people uh, involved. Yeah, sounds great. Um, what is What would your main tip be for someone that's either thinking of applying or has already applied or maybe they've even been accepted and they're planning their way here? Um, do you have any big tips to give? Any secrets? <laughs> yeah, when you apply, I would say do the research on the department you're applying to mm. uh, and also do the research about what they do, what their research is about, because this is very useful information <coughs> when you try to figure out how you fit in. Mm. Um, it's very important that you do fit in uh, and that you feel like you can contribute with something and that you can grow together with the department. And that's something that will be appreciated from both sides. So both from the supervisors um, and from you, because it's a better grounds for relationships. And I would also recommend um, looking up the PhD or if you're into medical science, maybe Domfil, and contacting students before you come because this is very valuable experience that you might not get from talking to the supervisor. Mm. Um, and maybe the students can appoint you to things that are actually important when thinking about what should you do before moving here because there's a lot of bureaucracy that you should think about when uh, coming to Sweden if you're international. Um, there's also things like tips and tricks that every department has, uh, little quirks that some people think are important. So it's really good to reach out before you come and then we can try to guide you or appoint you to someone who can know better. All right. Yeah, I think uh, at least from what I've heard that applying for a PhD can be a really <laughs> a full-time job in itself. Almost. Exactly, it is. It takes preparation and it, it takes... It, it is challenging, but it's also exciting if you're really interested in it. It's You learn a lot. And I guess I, if you're still here, it means it was worth it, right? Yep. Cool. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to add about either your PhD or your own path here? Well, I would like to add that we are always welcoming new members and it would be really nice to see more people. Uh, coming to the events because it's a really nice way to meet other PhD students and feel like you're not alone in this battle, mm, which yeah. is something that after a while you start realizing, oh, this is hard. <laughs> uh, and then it's so much easier when there's 10 people saying, oh, this is hard. So it's really something I would recommend um, to reach out to the community and uh, see for help. I, I think that's a really, really good note to end this um, this little interview on. Thank you so much for coming, Lucia. Um, I think we've learned a lot from you today. Thank you, Thank you for the opportunity. And uh, for anyone listening at home, we will leave the link to Leo PhD in the description of the episode as well. So if you're thinking of applying or anything like that, then you can check that out. Great. <laughs> You've listened to Work at Liu with me, Rebecca, and this episode's guest, Lucia. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any future episodes and check out Lynchoping University's vacancies page if you're interested in applying for a position here.